Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, I hope all is well and people are taking care out there. I wanted to give you our second in the series of the money in motion and what we're looking at now that, unfortunately, market developments have created an, an really a situation where you can revisit portfolios, right? If you were to look at a silver lining here, it has afforded investors a chance to take a look at your portfolios, say from my perspective on the fixed income side. And if you were reluctant to make changes before, maybe now the catalysts are there for you to make some adjustments. And the one area I wanted to specifically focus on here is what's your interest rate profile looking like at this stage of the game? Obviously, we've seen a plunge in interest rates here, the Fed funds rate being dropped down into the zero interest rate policy. And we have three distinct time frames when we're looking at where we saw the 10-year Treasury yield go. Um, right when the coronavirus news was hitting the headlines here, say in early to mid-January, we had a starting point of about 1.85%. And a rather orderly decline in phase one got you down to 1.5%. And phase two took us down to about 1% right around that late February, early March period. And then obviously, when we got news of the the Saudi-Russian oil price war, that things took things to a different level. And actually, at one point, we saw the 10-year Treasury yield get down to about 31 basis points just a couple of weeks ago. When I'm talking about the rate profile, though, obviously, the Fed's not going to be in any position to reverse their rate cuts anytime in the foreseeable future. But there's other parts of the yield curve that are not going to respond necessarily to Fed funds being at zero. Actually, the further out on the yield curve you go, uh, the more you're looking at inflation, growth expectations, treasury supply, interest rate differentials abroad, a lot of other factors go into the mix. And that would be where I would be right now tending to focus on at this stage of the game. Certainly, the more than $2 trillion relief package that the federal government passed and President Trump signed last week and the Fed's unprecedented measures have set up the possibility of a nice solid rebound, hopefully later this year and into 2021. But you don't want to put the cart before the horse in the current environment that we're in. But one area that can't be disputed or you can't argue about at this stage of the game is the deficit. So the U.S. budget deficit was supposed to surge to over a trillion dollars this year with these new packages coming from the fiscal side out of Washington, D.C. You're seeing estimates now that for this fiscal year, 2020, we could have budget deficits in the area anywhere from three and a half to four trillion dollars. Now, how do you fund that? How do you fund these increased outlays? Well, massive increases in treasury supply, and you're going to see it all along the curve from the bill area all the way up to the 30-year bond. And this is something that I think investors should need to look at because the markets tend to discount events before they actually occur. So this is one area I'm watching at specifically with respect to interest rate profile. So what is an investor to do in this kind of an environment? Well, in our opinion, you should be looking to reduce long duration, hopefully taking profits, ringing that cash register in the process and using targeted duration strategies. But getting back to the barbell approach, you know, it seems to have held in with that time-tested strategy that we've talked about before, toggling back and forth between treasury floating rate note strategies and our core yield enhanced type of focus that we've mentioned as well. And to me, I think when you're looking at what you should be doing with this barbell moving ahead, 
is probably going more to an equal weighting between treasury floating rate notes and core yield enhanced at this stage of the game. You know, affording yourself, hopefully, some type of interest rate protection uh, if, in fact, we were to see rates begin to move higher. Because remember, even though the Fed is embarking on what appears to be infinity and beyond QE4, in prior QE episodes, rates still rose. So it's not as if rates can't rise. I mean, I'm not making this a clarion call for a surge in interest rates. But using those levels before, could we see 1%? Could we see 1.5%? Could you see something a little bit over 1.5%? Considering the 10-year Treasury yield is only about 60 or 65 basis points right now, that's where you do get interest rate risk. So I think moving that toggling to a bit more of an equal weighting on the barbell is a nice, solid approach for investors to consider. So let me wrap it up there. If you want to read a little bit more, please check out my blog at www.wisdomtree.com. Be well, everybody. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.